Did you enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner? Did you enjoy all the foods packed with nutritious ingredients like microplastics, unnecessarily high levels of sodium, inorganic fillers made in laboratories, pesticides, desserts filled with poisonous levels of sugar, all washed down with a delicious sugary corn syrup slurry, which is all designed to make us overweight, sedentary, weaker physically and mentally, and more susceptible to outside influence? Did you enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner? Because I know I did. But what bothers me the most is not the poisons that the FDA approves. What bothers me the most is that America has forgotten what Thanksgiving really is about. Evidence for this is that they have come up with other names for the holiday, such as Friendsgiving or Turkey Day. This is probably due to the fact that they have rejected the God that they should give thanks to. And so without a God, they call it whatever they want. And they have skewed the American history behind Thanksgiving, claiming that it was a British colonial war against Native Americans for no other reason than to conquer land. Not to mention, Americans seem to be tripping over Thanksgiving on their rush towards the corporate and commercial mecca, Christmas. So I've dedicated this inaugural episode to discuss Thanksgiving and what it all means. Yes, it's all true. should not come as a surprise to anyone who has done any amount of research on what's in our food, what the FDA is approving to be put in our food. And I think it's pretty obvious that it seems like they want us to be sick and unhealthy all the time because that's the effect that this food is having on us. Uh, and just to clarify, by this food, I mean the food that is tinkered and tampered with uh, in laboratories and that they're putting things in that really do not need to be there. They say it's for our health, but it's really not. And you can basically look at any food, read the nutrition facts, look at the ingredients that, the, that are in it. And if you studied any amount of chemistry, uh, you realize that the things that are in there are inorganic and not good for consumption, especially in large amounts. And uh, obviously people have different opinions on this. Why is the FDA approving this? Why is the government allowing these poisons, practically poisons, to be sold in stores and allowed to be eaten up by the masses of America. Now, some people think it's intentional. Other people think, well, they could be uh, misunderstood or they or there's some hidden thing that we don't know about. But I think for the most part, it does look like it's intentional. They do want us to be sick and unhealthy. For what purpose? Well, I think it's for easy manipulation, easy mass manipulation basically using these addictive foods as a bargaining chip against us how that plays out and what that means i haven't researched that too much but that is definitely something to consider when considering why they're putting these things in our foods so that's kind of the first part i wanted to focus on just in th on thanksgiving just in general uh, just to be aware of that i'm not saying you can't enjoy the food i certainly enjoy the food i'd certainly like Drinking soda, eating turkey, eating ham, mashed potatoes, gravy. That's good stuff. But just be aware of that and the overconsumption of it will lead to uh, many problems, many negative side effects to that. The Thanksgiving dinner in itself, at least the idea of it and the kinds of foods that are incorporated. You got ham, you got turkey, two kinds of meat, you got mashed potatoes, uh, and you also have other things, greens. There's a lot of good things in the Thanksgiving dinner, the idea of it. But it, the way that Thanksgiving dinner functions in the modern era, we end up just filling ourselves with a lot of bad things. And that's due to the fact that they're putting these bad things in the food. So would it be nice if you had homegrown, free-range turkeys, homegrown, free-range ham, homegrown, free-range 
potatoes, homegrown, free-range sodas. But that's not how it plays out. And especially families that can't spend a lot, they end up having to buy the uh, cheaper things, which are, again, far worse. Now, that's also another thing about this is that cheaper foods are more packed with these additives and things that shouldn't be there. So the poor families end up being hit the hardest and they end up becoming the most unhealthiest because of that. Why would they want the poor people to be unhealthy? Well, uh, that's another question that I would like to do more research on. My guess is that maybe a form of population control. I'm not entirely sure, though. I think there's a lot of things that aid in population control. So maybe that just that just might be one of them. Now, the second point that I want to make is that Thanksgiving is not about the food. It's not about the turkey, right? It's not about Friendsgiving. It's not about your friends. It's not about your family. It's not about uh, the turkey. Turkey Day, they're calling it Turkey Day. Thanksgiving is... What Thanksgiving is about is actually in the name of the holiday itself. It's for giving thanks. Now, the atheists and the modern American has no one to give thanks to now when you're giving thanks you have to thank someone when someone gives you something you say thank you to them right you give thanks to them so in order to give thanks you need an object to give thanks to now if you're an atheist you don't believe in a higher power you don't believe in a god therefore you have no one to give thanks to for everything you have other than yourself and so then it becomes a kind of egocentric holiday but then they come up with the term friendsgiving. So you give thanks for your friends. You give thanks to your friends. But who you who are you giving thanks to for your friends? So that doesn't really make sense. You give thanks to yourself for picking good friends. Maybe that's how it works. I don't know. And then the name Turkey Day. Well, it's not about the turkey. I mean, people just call it that because it's a soft way of saying, of referring to Thanksgiving. And they don't want to say Thanksgiving. They're afraid of saying Thanksgiving. Because that would mean that they have a God to give thanks to. But people reject God. Obviously, that's clearly the plan behind removing Thanksgiving and lessening Thanksgiving. Especially in comparison to Christmas. Now, this is something that really bothers me. And I kind of wanted to get into this later. Uh, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for later. Thanksgiving is about giving thanks. Now, primarily, it's a memorial or a celebration in memory of the founding of this country and that's also another reason why people are rejecting the thanksgiving holiday and also the name is that they want to forget how the country was founded because there's also a lot of lies generated uh, about the founding of this country of course one of the most glaring lies is that uh, british colonialists just wanted to come over to america kill everyone and just take over some land well that's not true at all what it was about, it was about religious freedom, escaping persecution from the English church, from the Church of England. Now, of course, you had uh, two parties. You had the party that stayed there, which were traditionally called Puritans because they stayed to purify the Church of England. And then you had the ones that left, which were called pilgrims. Now, religious freedom doesn't exactly mean what you might think it means. You probably think religious freedom means uh, that Muslims can be friends with Christians, Christians can be friends with Buddhists, and we're all free to hang out together in America because we have religious freedom. That's not necessarily what religious freedom meant, especially to the pilgrims. And when the fathers of America 
were using that kind of language. I don't think they were referring to that. There's a lot of evidence to back this up, especially when you look at when they defined what they were talking about. And so what religious freedom meant to them is more of a denominational freedom. So it was all about uh, being a Christian, different forms or different denominations of being a Christian. You can worship God under the Christian church in any form you want, and you will not face persecution. That's what the new country was founded on. They weren't saying, you know, like in their minds, they weren't thinking, well, let's find a country where we, where we can worship alongside uh, Satanists or alongside Hindus, alongside Buddhists. No, because they were Christians. They were coming over as Christians and they were staying as Christians and they, want, they wanted a place where Christians could worship freely under their own denominational uh, practices. The founding of America, that's what it was for. Now we run into this issue of the Native Americans. Well, um, they say that the pilgrims mistreated the Native Americans. That's not entirely true. There were some who then came over to America, not for religious freedom, not for denominational freedom, not to worship God in the denominational practice that they chose, but they came over to actually conquer land. So they came over with bad intentions. And with those bad intentions, they obviously would kill Native Americans, slaughter them, uh, do bad things to them. So that's where those stories come from. It wasn't the Christians who came here seeking peace. They made friends with Native Americans. And then they had the, the first Thanksgiving. They had a meal with Native Americans. And those were the Christians. Not the people who came over with bad intentions. Maybe there was some overlap. I'm sure there was people who called themselves Christians and who came over and did bad things. That probably did happen. But the things about uh, when they gave uh, things to the Native Americans, like the blankets and stuff like that, that wasn't on purpose to kill them. The purpose of giving the blankets was not to kill the Native Americans. What they didn't understand was that they were passing on germs and they were passing on illnesses and diseases. It's a lie to say that the pilgrims came over just to kill Native Americans and for land. No, they came for denominational freedom. They came to worship God within their own denominational practices, not face persecution from the government, from the Church of England. That's what they were escaping. They were searching for peace, to peacefully worship God under their denominational pretenses. So that's the birth of Thanksgiving. That's what Thanksgiving is for. It's about giving thanks that we have the freedom to worship God in the way that we choose to as the Bible governs. Now, this is another thing that I wanted to get into. The pilgrims did not come over so they can worship alongside uh, Muslims or Hindus, Buddhists. They came over for peace and freedom to worship God with each other as the Bible allows. So no anti-biblical religions, no anti-biblical denominations. It was all under the head of the Bible. Now you might say, well, not all the early Americans were Christian. They, they were some form of Christianity. Non-Christian aspect didn't come in until far later. Most of the early Americans were Christian, some type of Christian, some form of Christian. Uh, but there was no like huge percentage of Muslims or Buddhists or anything like that. Uh, if there were, they wouldn't kill them either. I mean, they tolerated that. But that wasn't the intention of uh, founding the New World, founding America. So basically, 
you had the 13 colonies after the 13 colonies is when things started getting interesting um, and then you had the formation of the united states the framers of the constitution you had ben franklin George washington people like that now you might think well ben franklin wasn't a christian well he was a deist which is not a form of christianity i want to make that clear deism is not a form of christianity but he did understand the importance of the bible within the constitution which is why the constitution is littered with biblical references I'm not saying that they added verses, but I'm saying that you can pinpoint and trace each part of the Constitution to a biblical passage or a biblical thought, biblical idea. So there's no secret that Ben Franklin was a respecter of the Bible and understood its importance in law. Uh, but he was a deist. Now, deism uh, basically is a belief that, that there is a God, but that he is no longer invested in his creation. Ben Franklin was a deist, and so he would have been in the minority out of the, uh, the rest of the framers of the Constitution. And he understood that. He didn't fight about it. He rejected Christ. That is true. But he wasn't saying that everyone should be like him or he was right and everyone else is wrong. He understood his role. He understood the importance of the Bible. So the framers were borrowing from the Bible, borrowing from Christianity. And that is the central point of the United States. It was founded for denominational freedom. And it was founded on the Bible. So those are the things that the modern American wants to forget. That's what the postmodern era is trying to run from, which is why we have this de-elevation or this subtraction of Thanksgiving. Nobody wants Thanksgiving. They don't want the true Thanksgiving. They want all the things that they make up about Thanksgiving. It's all about the turkey. It's all about food. It's all about chilling with your homies and talking with your family and things like that. But truly Thanksgiving is a Christian holiday just as Christian as Christmas, just as Christian as Easter, just as Christian as, uh, what other, I guess there's not really any other Christian holiday, uh, unless I'm forgetting one, but Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, all Christian. Uh, and then you have the people who say, well, those are borrowing from pagan holidays. Yeah, I, I know there, there are some practices that are borrowing from pagan traditions, uh, but I mean the, the ideas at the very basis of each holiday, the idea at the basis of Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Um, there is variation in how they're celebrated, obviously, and where some of those practices come from. But at the very core of it, if you understand the, the core of each of those holidays, they are Christian holidays. They are memorials for different things. Easter is about... Uh, the resurrection of Jesus. It's a memorial of the resurrection, remembering that the resurrection actually happened and the spiritual ramifications of that. Thanksgiving is about the founding of this country and that we have the freedom to worship God uh, under the denominational pretenses and practices that we choose. And again, this looks back to the moment in history when God, under God's providence, when God orchestrated the founding of this country for that particular reason. Uh, and then you have Christmas, which is remembering the birth of Christ. So, at the core, each of those holidays are Christian, fundamentally Christian holidays. Uh, and, of course, you have the, the true form of the holiday, and then you have the non-Christian form of the holiday, which most of America uh, celebrates. And you have a lot of people, a lot of self-proclaiming Christians that try to 
unify both forms of the holiday. So you got the Easter Bunny with the resurrection of Jesus. That doesn't work. You got Santa Claus with the birth of Jesus. That doesn't work either. And guess what? You got Friendsgiving and Turkey Day with the founding of this country. That doesn't work either. Now, a lot of people aren't thinking about that, which is why I think, which is why it bothers me the most. Thanksgiving is so misunderstood. I mean, you can ask anyone on, on the street, what is Easter? Well, it's about the Easter Bunny. Uh, it's about the resurrection of Jesus. Most Americans know that. Same thing with Christmas, especially with Christmas. That's the one that people know the most. That's the one that people understand the most. It's about the birth of Jesus, and it's about Santa Claus and presents. Okay, now you ask someone what Thanksgiving is about. They're going to say, well, it's about family. It's about, you know, uh, we can talk with each other. And, you know, it's about political arguments at the dinner table over Turkey that's filled with pesticides and other things that shouldn't be there. But they totally miss the point. They totally miss the the actual that it's giving thanks to God for the denominational freedom that we have in this country. Another side to that is Christmas is literally right around the corner. It's about a month away. When November starts, people are already thinking about Christmas. Seems like right after Halloween, which is not a Christian holiday. Reformation Day, that's a whole other thing. Halloween is not a Christian holiday in its modern practice. I'll have to look more because I know Halloween is a another form of writing Hallow Eve. I'm, I don't know what that's referring to. I'll have to do more research into that. But So I don't know. Halloween is not a Christian holiday. There's no way to morph that into a Christian holiday. Uh, but you do have Reformation Day, which is the same day, which is a kind of a Christian holiday. It's not really a fundamental Christian holiday. I don't think every Christian has to celebrate or recognize Reformation Day. Uh, that's. I'm also not saying that every Christian has to celebrate Easter or Christmas or Thanksgiving. You do have to recognize the fundamental ideas of each of those holidays, but you don't have to pick one day to uh, celebrate those holidays. Uh, honestly, we should be giving thanks every day for this country. We should be uh, thanking God for the birth of Jesus, for his resurrection daily. But there's no problem with picking one day to, to make an entire day out of those things. There's not a problem with that. But I do think Halloween is one of those things where that's irreconcilable with Christianity. Uh, if you're a Christian and you celebrate Halloween, you should seriously reconsider that. Uh, anyway, so people are so quick to go to Christmas right after Halloween. Right after October 31st, people are already thinking about Christmas shopping. And what aids in that is all these stores have deals, right? They got early bird deals. Black Friday is right after Thanksgiving. Then you have Cyber Monday. And you have this huge consumerist push. This huge commercial uh, corporate rush to Christmas. It's all about buying stuff. It's all about um, that one Mariah Carey song. Right? People love Christmas music during Christmas time. I hate Christmas music. And I don't mean Christmas music about the birth of Jesus. But I hate Christmas music... I hate it all. Uh, also, Christmas music in the church. It's also something else that I'm not too fond of. If you're only singing about the birth of Jesus during December, I think that's a problem. And you should seriously reconsider that. Uh, same thing with Easter. If you're only singing about the resurrection of Jesus 
on Easter Sunday, there's a problem with that too. Um, those should be, because those are central points of Christology. And if you have a good Christology, those should be a part of the regular rotation of the hymns that you sing every Sunday. But that's a separate issue. Right now I'm focusing on uh, the corporatization of Christmas. People are so quick to go to Christmas right after Halloween. Uh, and that really bothers me. Because again, people are glossing over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is such a underdog holiday. It's so uh, overlooked. Again, I've been saying that this whole this whole episode, but uh, Christmas in its modern form is anti-Christian. Christmas in its true traditional Christian form is, of course, Christian, and they're trying to remove that. They're trying to remove the birth of Jesus, and they're replacing it with Santa Claus and presents and all this other consumerist consumerist ideas even in a horrible economy right now they want you to buy stuff and i think that really shows that the corporations the companies the government does not care about the common person they don't care about the common american citizen they want you to spend more even though the federal reserve is devaluing the dollar your buying power is weaker than it was this same time last year and it was weaker that time last year than it was the year before that the dollar is becoming weaker and weaker and they still want us to buy more and more things they want us to be broke and poor they want you to be out of money and that's the sad reality is that they really don't care about you they don't care about us they don't care about well they care even less about christians i mean the government and the people in power today they do not care about Christianity at all. Uh, legislations are passing which are anti-Christian, anti-biblical. And again, it's all part of this agenda to rip the foundation of America from under itself. America was founded on the Bible. It was founded on Jesus Christ. It was founded on the church. And now they want to rip that away from America. And they've been doing that for a very long time now. It's had very, very bad consequences, ramifications on this country. So I think when you look at these holidays and how they're celebrated and what aspects of them are emphasized, you can definitely see that there is this push for an anti-God, anti-Christian society, which never, ever ends well. So now America is on that path. They've been on that path for a very long time, uh, probably since the 50s, maybe. And the 50s is like one of those eras where I wish I was there in the 50s. You know, the 50s was men were men, women were women, boys were boys, girls were girls. There's no question about that. No question about Bible in schools although at the beginning of the 20th century in the 1900s there was a lot of weird ideas entering uh, american western culture for example that's when evolution started taking a hold in the uh, academic uh, spheres so that was a weird thing and there was uh, liberal thought especially communist thought was um, becoming more popular around the world and of course, you had the Soviet Union, you know, the USSR, and then you had uh, World War II. You had all the uh, ideas that were circulating around there in Europe. 
and some of them kind of infiltrated America after World War II. And then you had a lot of uh, the universities became very liberal. Then you had all the people who attended the universities were going and getting jobs and they were liberalizing their uh, spheres. And then it got really bad during the 60s and 70s. And it was basically, it all started from the universities. And that's the way it is now. The universities are hyper-liberal. Uh, anyone attending those really big-name universities, uh, hyper-liberal, uh, communist, very, very anti-God, very anti-Christian. And now you have a lot of people in positions of power in, uh, in the government who grew up during those times. And now they are carrying those ideas into legislation. And that's kind of where it came from. So it's, it's not good to be anti-biblical even for an atheist. Okay, you want to be like Ben Franklin. You want to be a deist and you want to respect Christianity, see its value. Uh, well, I mean, you want to be a Christian. But I mean, if you're not, you want to be like Ben Franklin. Um, so back to, back to Christmas. Christmas is a hyper-commercialized hyper uh consumerist holiday now they've completely stripped the bible and jesus away from christmas and now it's become this sort of consumerist holiday um and now again presents have become the center point of christmas rather than the birth of jesus now it is presents it's all about buying things all about consuming and that's really the biggest flaw of christmas and that's really the biggest problem with christmas that i have is that its focal point has been swapped with this consumerist mentality which has pretty much infected all other areas of american life but it's really and the word i use to describe it is it's the mecca of consumerism mecca is where muslims travel to to their prophet muhammad and so christmas is kind of like this place where everyone goes to offer their presence to the god of self uh, and they are each their own prophets of their own religion. And that's really another idea that's been uh, generating, that's been flowing through the veins of modern America. You are your own boss. You are your own God. You decide everything for yourself, which I don't think individualism is a bad thing. But when it's taken to that extreme, it does become a very bad thing because it then becomes anti-God, anti-Bible. So uh, you're your own God. And in essence, you are your own prophet. You offer things to yourself. You worship yourself. And I think Christmas has become uh, that sort of practice where uh, giving presents is less about being nice to someone else and more about being nice to yourself. Because it feels good when you give someone something, right? It feels good. It doesn't matter what you get them, you know. And that's where that, that phrase it's the thought that counts. It's all about what you think about it. If you give someone something they don't need, who cares? As long as you think that you're doing something good, that's all that matters. So that and that also goes into something else that I don't like about Christmas, which is getting people stuff they don't need or they don't want. That's why I, I'm more for the idea of asking someone what they want for Christmas or asking someone what they want for their birthday or whatever. Like, hey, do you want this no okay i'm not gonna get that for you do you want this yeah okay then i'll buy that for you or what do you need what do you need like otherwise you're just buying 
other people's stuff that's just piling. You're just piling stuff. And for what? It's a waste. Waste of space. Waste of money. Waste of time. So I'm more for that, that idea of asking someone, what do you want? Do you know what you want? And then go from there. Not just buying people random stuff that they don't need. Then they have to lie and pretend they like it on Christmas Day when they're opening up the presents. And it just creates this uh, waste of time, waste of space, lies. Who Who wants that? Who wants that? Well, the modern American wants that because they've traded that. They've traded God. They traded the Bible for that. They'd rather have all those fake things and all putting on that act of being happy, opening up your presents and being happy, giving presents to someone else, even though they don't need it. They prefer that over God, over the Bible, over the birth of Jesus, the birth of their savior. Okay. And that's really what we're dealing with here. Some Christians will say you're overthinking everything. You're being overly dramatic about this. But really, when you go to the heart of all these issues and all these things, that is the truth. And that's how I see it. That's why I don't, I'm not involved in these uh, practices in that way. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying I don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, you know, I, I'll i buy you stuff for Christmas and we'll open it Christmas Day and whatever. We'll have fun. But I mean... I, I recognize the core and I hope you do too. I hope any of you that are listening will recognize what's going on in this country, recognize what's going on with these holidays and recognize the consumerist mentality behind these holidays. And I mean, if you know, even if you don't take action right away, as long as you know, you'll know. And that's better than not knowing. And as we know from GI Joe, knowing is half the battle. So you've already won half the battle there. If you know, second half is actually doing something and i think once people know eventually they will do something so that's kind of my that's kind of my goal here is just to let people know uh what's going on and then leave the rest to god that's my basically my approach all right well uh, i pretty much covered everything that i wanted to discuss yeah uh everyone let me know what you think let me know if i need to make any improvements uh if you hate it or like it let me know i'm open to negative or positive criticism even if you're just calling me names i'm okay with that too i got thick skin i'm not a snowflake so uh, i'll see you guys the next episode listen i am not nice i am not kind and i am not wonderful